good evening nerdlings everywhere. So before we start this episode, I would like to give a little favor for everybody as to please share this offer out to everybody who likes anime, manga, or video games, or anything under the sun that has to do with anything that is basically anything nerdy or anything that has to do with any of the topics that I love to talk about as this would really help out this this channel or anything that would basically help this community grow as my goal is to reach over a thousand listens by the end of the summer so if you have any family friends or even your neighbor's dog to share this podcast with please share this around with everybody now enough of me begging and pleading to share this around with everybody let's get started with the episode i'm sorry to tell you that for the next three years ua will run you through the ringer that's plus ultra use your strength to overcome it all so bring it Hey guys, this is Jade from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. Today, we're going to be going over a character that I've wanted to discuss for a while, and it is a pro hero from My Hero Academia. In this episode, we're going to be going over his backstory and how he became the pro hero we know today, that being the life and times of the backstory of Shota Aizawa, better known as his pro hero name, Eraserhead. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Now for people who are fans of My Hero Academia, many people would say that their all-time favorite pro hero is Eraserhead or Shota Aizawa. Many Now, some people would ask, why would they like somebody who is basically gloomy, grumpy, and basically someone who gets irritated when when the students are known to act up when he is somebody who likes order most of the time? Well, there's many reasons for this, but he basically is somebody who does have a good heart most of the time, and he does care about his students. But the question remains, why did he become the person he is today? Well, there's more to this of how he became who he is today, and this is all explained in the spin-off prequel of My Hero Academia called My Hero Academia Vigilantes, which was from chapter 59 all the way to chapter 65, which talked about the life of of Aizawa when he was a student at UA and what he went through growing up that shaped him into the person today. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get started. During his adolescent years, Aizawa attended UA High where he met Yamada, better known as President Mike, and also Shirokuma, whom whom he would become good friends with and would end up being known as the three dumb egos of Class 1A and were the only three students who did not have a work study. However, during his second year, he began to have doubts about his ability of being a hero. And before we even know, go forward further with that, his quirk is called Erasure, which is the ability to immobilize a person rent- useless of their quirk as long as he's, he keeps eye contact with them. 
If he blinks, then the person is able to freely use their quirk as however they want to. But as long as he remains at full eye contact with them, there is nothing they can do. And it's an elite level quirk that any pro hero would want to have. Now, back to the story. Aizawa, as mentioned, he did have many doubts about his ability to become a hero, feeling he was unable to save a kitten that he had found abandoned on a rainy day while on his way to UA. And even during his training, his school trainings, he even saw himself as powerless. And it was even shown, at, as mentioned during the school trainings, he even saw himself as powerless. He didn't think that he would be meant to be as a hero because he didn't see himself as what would be clear about his future of becoming a hero. However, one day, while in while during roll call, Shirokumo came in to interrupt the roll call and brought Aizawa his umbrella, only to also bring pull out the cat that he had rescued earlier from the rain. It was met with adoration from the classmates, and he realized that it was the same kitten that he had left under the umbrella. Later on that day, later on on the rooftops, he talked to Shirokumo and, and, and Yamada about his personal doubts, but advised him to specialize in the battle, battle route because he believes that his quirk can be useful in the fight. But again, he also he continues to have doubts about this, feeling that he doesn't know how his quirk would be useful in his path of becoming a hero. Then we are met with Namuri Kayama, better known as Miss Midnight, who joins in their conversation and ends up adopting the kitten. And the next day, Aizawa and Shirokumo talked about how Yamada finally got an assignment to an agency, and Namuri known as Miss Midnight. I'm just going to call her Miss Midnight because I'm very much used to calling her by her hero name. Informed them that her boss, His Purple Highness, was willing to accept them into his agency called the Purple Revolution Agency. There, they began their work studies at the, at the agency under the, under the guidance of His Purple Highness, which His Purple Highness, for many people who have not read My Hero, Hero Academia Vigilantes, he is based off of the off of the musician Prince, who many people should know who he is, and if not, what rock are you living under me? Anyways, one day while patrolling, Aizawa, Aizawa Shirokumo, and Amuri were out patrolling when they had when there was a burglary that was happening, and they were met with a villain who has a quirk allowing him to generate smoke from the top of his head. And I will say right now, the villain is himself looks that of Majin Buu, mainly because of how he is able to generate smoke from his head. Do I find this to be a little bit weird? Eh, maybe. But at the same time, I really can't say much about it, but eh, it's whatever. However, throughout this, Aizawa was on the ground, and he's basically the last line of defense. Because he, because the villain used his smoke on against Aizawa, it blinded him in the process and prevented him from using his his quirk, his razor quirk on him, and thus he was unable to even he was even unable to use his his scarf that he also had, which is also detrimental for his for his quirk as well, and he was unable to use it against him. And for that moment, it was then he almost 
He then threw a safe. He then tossed a safe at Aizawa just before it was about to be done for. Purple, this Purple Highness came in and and pushed the and knocked the safe out of the way, saving him from dying. And it was then at that moment he knocked it. He knocked the villain out. He knocked the villain out. And it was from there at that moment where where even though the villain escaped, Ayama and Shirokumo were praised for their efforts and also for their quick thinking on their part. Why as while Eraserhead on the other hand was scolded, not for his not for stop not stopping the villain, but for acting like a hero with a gloomy face. And with that, he even talked about how heroes are to be get are to give a gift of hope to folks in trouble and to wear their stress over it. And he often wears his stress over his sleeves and drag people down for those who are saving. And that to trust in his own power and to smile in order for him to be a true hero. The words that his Purple Highness basically said to Eraserhead was basically something that has basically been reflecting on him. It was good advice, but at the same time, it was hard for him to smile because for him, if he doesn't do his job as a hero, to which Shirokuma reassured him just to keep smiling, even if he screws up. And it was then, he even talked about the moment when he had difficulty against the villain if he were to counter him again. That's when Shirokumo came up with the idea of lending Aizawa his goggles to protect him from his, his eyes from when they encounter the villain once again. And this time, a few days later, they were robber villain once again, once again strikes again, and it's at that moment where Aizawa, now having the goggles that Shirokumo offered to him, really came in handy as he was able to use his erasure quirk on on the villain and was able to and with quick thinking from Shirokumo was able to stop the villain immobilizing him and they were praised for their and they were praised for stopping the villain which I will say <laughs> I will say in this chapter it was really funny to see that Aizawa was trying so hard to smile but at the same time you really can see how hard he tries to smile, but it just shows that he really is trying to go the extra mile to go to be the hero that his Purple Highness has basically been telling him that he has to be. We then go to the next part where things are beginning to change for Aizawa. Now that he has the goggles that Shirokumo offered to him. The goggles have been very detrimental towards him as they helped him out a lot with the use for his quirk. As they now helped him out with using with him in combat, as also it's been beneficial with how he's able to come up with strategies when teamed up together with, with Shirokumo. And then, however, even though things started to look great for Aizawa, Things begin to change within within a week later. It was then, just one week later, 
things began to change. We then see at the we then see at the nursery where Shirokumo and Eraserhead are looking after the nursery kids, and Shirokumo even offers the clouds for the cloud for the nursery kids to ride on. Well, Aizawa is basically looking after the kids, making sure that they are looking both ways before crossing. And even this moment I find to be really, really adorable, as basically, this is basically a cute moment of peace as we're able to see a nice smile from Aizawa, which is something a bit of a rarity, but I think it's really a nice, pure moment we get to see from Aizawa before disaster happens, where something like this we say we see something from Shirokumo where he says to Aizawa that he psychs himself out and convinces himself that he can't but tells them that he can do anything that he can he can do anything he he can do anything that he can if he puts his mind to it whether it could be running a daycare or becoming a teacher but then that moment of peace would begin to begin to deplete as Miss Midnight or Namuri would get would call Aizawa on his transmitter saying telling Shirokumo, him and the nursery kids to evacuate the area. As Garvey, a vil- announced a villain by the name of Garvey, began to attack the city with a, a quirk called Stock. This is a very devastating quirk, allowing the ability to to stockpile an amount of energy and releasing it at any given time. This is a very, very powerful quirk, and it is at that moment where we see we see Namuri and his Purple Highness getting ready to it, getting ready to fight. His Purple Highness steps in and is getting ready to and is getting ready to attack, but then he is. He is basically easily defeated by the villain and is knocked down. We then we then see Shirokumo, who who notices that a building that Garvey has has destroyed is about to is about to crumble over the children. He creates a cloud to protect them, saving them, but in the process ends is unable to protect himself and ends up getting crushed by the rubble. Aizawa attempts to run to to his aid, but but stops himself when he realizes now that it's just him and the, him and the villain. That's all. It's now him and the villain. And many thoughts are running through his now mind. What now? Think. Decide. This guy's got insane firepower. If nothing else, I gotta help these kids escape. Millions of thoughts are running through his mind, but then. Something began to ring from the transmitter that was on the ground, saying, You got this, Aizawa? Then, it was at that moment, Aizawa burst into action, going in, bursted into action, going in and fighting the villain, throwing rocks, throwing rocks, going in attack after attack, going in, finding different ways of defeating the villain. And even hearing, hearing the sound of Shirokumo's voice, Shirokumo's voice cheering them on, saying, "You can do it, Shoto. You're re- you're the only one who can protect everyone. It's all right. 
You can do this. You've got the, what it takes. After all, I know for a fact you're strong. You won't lose. You can do it, Shota. Don't lose, Shota. Come on, Shota. You can do it, Shota. It was then, during this time, Aizawa keeps fighting over, keeps going, landing hit after hit, going his all, defeating the villain, until finally, he managed to defeat the Garvey all on his own. It was then, he is on the ground, screaming out that he finally defeated that he finally defeated the villain, screaming out Shirokuma's name. As after defeating the villain, it started to rain. He started to he started to scream out his name, saying that he defeated the villain. But after the battle, he was praised for defeating the villain alone. But he insisted that Shirokumo cheered him on during the entire fight. It wants and wants him to get treated for his wounds as soon as they can. But he's then seen as what is to be a grief-stricken grief Miss Midnight and Yamada are grief-stricken. And, and Sen Sho, Sojo, Soji explains that you cannot hear anything from the speaker as it is completely broken. And it's likely that he's basically giving himself a pep talk the entire time thinking that it was Shirokumo the entire time. He brushes this off, looks over the fallen rumble to see the truth, the final truth. And it's that moment where they find out that his friend is in a body bag, stained in blood, and that his friend Shirokumo had died. The body the body is removed and the rain falls even harder. Minutes go by and Kayama tells Aizawa that Yamada tells him and Yamada to take cover. And Yamada thanks her for worrying about for worrying about them but re- realize the rain fits the mood they're in. And contemplating the area where Shokuma died, remembers all the moments they spent with him, and by- and with Yamada by his side, they mourn the loss of the friend. And this is when things begin to change for Aizawa. After the death of Shirokumo, this began to become a strong impact on him. After his the death of Shirokumo, until he graduated from UA, he began to intensify his school training. He barely interacted with his classmates. His sleeping habits, habits during the daytime began to become more noticeable, and he also began to grow his facial hair out more often. And he even became even only interested in basic training exercises. And his teachers were even a bit worried about him. His grades were above average, but only put an effort in battle training. And, his, and though his battle training was also shown to be even more excellent than, than it was before. However, it was then at that moment when he declared that he would start his own hero agency as soon as he graduates from UA High School. And he tried, the teacher tried to convince him not to rush. But he realized that he wants to be an independent underground hero specializing in anti-villain combat. Once he graduated, he began his pro-hero career as a racerhead, and which led him to obstacles, villains, and many challenges along the way. Throughout his time during a year afterwards, before his teaching career, he was a hero who got involved with a police investigation and 
even though he did work underground as he did work as an underground hero he didn't get much recognition or a lot of praise as well what he did many of the times as many people would often find him to be very very intimidating to say the least however one day he got a met however one day midnight approached the racer head about where president mike was because he, he suddenly he was supposed to be at a meeting and explained that president mike had a cold and couldn't make it and scolds him about his attire and teased them that she she should become a teacher if she likes counseling others so much and much to that she tells him that's exactly what she plans on doing continuing that she reveals the principal nezu personally requested her and would start next year at ua high and advised shoto that he should also be a teacher because a wide variety of options of teaching styles is required to educate the youth and asked if she's joking saying that you wouldn't be fit to be a teacher and this wouldn't be something that he would be into. Throughout this time, he would continue on as being part of part of the heroes, as somebody who would continue on to following villains and also being a following villains. But during that time, he was homeless and often would have just been in a suitcase and also in a sleeping bag. However, one day, several as several weeks go by. He headed to the Hotel Brothers stores as usual and received a phone call from Midnight and tells him that she was elated to be a teacher at UA and President Mike will start teaching next semester and he's the only one missing and replies that he has not agreed to be a teacher. Miss Midnight tells him that President Mike believes that he just needs a good shove to take action and believes that he has been shying away from what really matters. But at that time, he makes but then we notice that he finds himself at the cafe where he is talking to someone who basically goes there on his daily routes when he's going on patrol. The real reason why he goes there is because one, it puts him in the right mood and also they make really good coffee. But one day they decided to make a cafe that is cat themed and it was at that moment it basically put a shine in his life as it made him think of the day when he, when him, Shirokumo, and Yamada were racing the same kitten that, that Shota tried to rescue, but Shirokumo was able to rescue and they raised. And this, it was at that moment that Shota started his new career as a new teacher and began to bid farewell to everyone as he began his new life as a teacher at UA and gained the reputation of being an incredibly tough and strict teacher, to the point of even expelling many of his students, but expelling them and re-enrolling them back into the entire class, in order to demonstrate to them the difference between self-sacrifice and being suicidal. Now, throughout this time period with Aizawa, could his way of what happened to his past be his way of how he is as a teacher? Probably, but it really does build up what makes a great character. Because I honestly believe that Aizawa is a really well-built character and his backstory really does have a dramatic 
way of being able to put together of how his past was beautifully painted. Yes, there was some ups, there were some downs, went back up and went back down again. But it's these moments that really made him who he is today. And it's why it's why Aizawa is one of my all-time favorite pro heroes of all time. And that, my friends, is the the backstory of Aizawa, better known as Eraserhead. that's it for the backstory of Shota Aizawa, better known as Eraserhead. If you guys like this episode, please make sure to share this with family and friends who love anime, manga, video games, or anything under the sun that has to do with anything that in the nerd community. And for those of you who stuck around for the end of the episode, thank you all so much for listening. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you all on Sunday for a new episode. Later!